Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Conscious Reconstruction. I'm the host with the most, a.k.a. Tony Melbourne, a.k.a. Mr. Mirror Mirror on the wall. Who's the prettiest nigga of them all? Me, bitch. Yeah, nigga. And we're not sharing girlfriend. She's my girlfriend now. Oh. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm not sharing anymore. He took himself to the next level. AKA, it's his this mind. Is my girlfriend. This is now. my girlfriend. Doesn't now. mean he's going to be committed to her, though. Damn. Oh, my God. Charles is hostile. <laughs> Charles is coming here like, with the flame. He came Because with Charles the doesn't understand having a capacity for cruelty. The capacity for being. You'd rather hunt an animal. That's wild. I'd rather not hunt things at all. Mm-hmm. I don't hunt. If you had to pick one, I don't have to pick anything. <laughs> I mean, in the hypothetical. In the hypothetical. Good thing we don't exist inside a hypothetical world. <laughs> so hostile. No, but, I knew uh, this nigga was bad shit when his mother, grandmother pissed him off and the things he said to me counter after, I was like, oh. I mean. <laughs> you see how he was like, no, I'm not retracting any of those statements. I was like, that's the moment where it clicked for me like, oh. He's crazy. Arden, you was crazy. I feel like I didn't know. Like I tell y'all that. I, I feel like no, no. I, I knew you were like cuckoo, but everybody for real cuckoo. But you, there's different levels. No, of but see, I guess I want to see the point next weekend. For real? Yeah. Oh, nice. For what? For like Halloween stuff? Oh yeah, my my friend's family invited me. That's, oh, that's cool. Yep. So yeah. So this capacity for evil that you were telling us oh, about. My fucking god. <laughs> What was your uh, what was his name? Jordan Peterson. Was and his it? quotes was saying like you gotta have a capacity oh, for cruelty. <laughs> Charles is so upset with this. He was like, it's in you, but if you're not acknowledging that and stuffing it down. Every, of course, everyone can do something wrong. That's not everyone can do fucked up things. This is not a new But you have to acknowledge thing. that. I'm not saying it's new. And I don't think nothing Jordan Peterson is saying is new or revolutionary. Human beings have committed most of the atrocities on this earth. And so, but that's my thing. Just acknowledge that it's, it's a possibility. Yeah. Even human for beings you. have committed the most atrocities on this earth. it's a possibility earth. for every person. No, no. I mean, no. I, think, I do not legitimately accept that this, I, I don't really perceive visiting down cruelties on those who just random hypothetical people. But I'm sure that you you have the capacity for evil. Yeah, we all do. And you got you can't pretend that it's not there or like violence to me is a last resort, but it is necessary. But I'm not trying to be violent all the time, no. But I will be if I have to. <laughs> but I will never seek out someone to render down violence unto them. I don't even think it has to go that far. What I'm saying is everybody has a thought or a flash of where they want to do something vindictive, destructive, and completely negative towards irrational. somebody. And maybe it's irrational. It might be very logical. It doesn't have to be irrational. <laughs> oh, no. if but I, it doesn't mean that you go on that way, but it just means that you know that it's if I wanted to, I could. I'm not. But I, If you broach that level, I probably just, I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those things where... Yeah, I think everybody I has to, that. I have to look at the sheer opportunity. There's only one person who exists inside that category that I know of as this person at that point. But no, I do not have random angry thoughts about random people. Like I don't. Someone doesn't cut me off and I say I want to throw a fireball bomb in their car. That's not the way my brain works. 
Yeah, no, I don't generally think about that. But that might be just how you feel and how you feel ain't necessarily the truth. So, you know, I'm just fully embracing how I feel right in the moment. In the moment of (laughs) I have mastering them is acknowledging them and then learning how to create an outlet that is a positive me saying something and then not following through on the action is a very positive way to release your emotion instead of, you know, going through with said actions. I would love to run into the back of people's cars, but I don't. I just think about it. There have been a lot of car accidents when it comes to you, Tony. Hey, but I've never hit anybody. How do we know? How do we here know? I mean... Okay, the Tony's y'all here to- don't know, but <laughs> if Charles, if Marcus was here, he could tell you. Like, now Tony get hit. <laughs> it just Tony's had more cars than any other person I've ever known in my oh, house. That's not because they've been hit. That's just because like, well, at no, a point, the- Tony was buying like five, six hundred dollar cars. Yo, yeah, like at that point, <laughs> that was a thing. But like, ever like you left and you came back, you had a different car. And then, like, one of I think one day I was showing up here and you just randomly showed up and it's just like, what? I had three cars to your car. I mean, so <laughs> I well, you said I left, but that was five years of me being gone. So, sure, I came back with a different car after five years. Mm-hmm. That's a normal, like, occurrence. <laughs> And then no, what is it? No, what? What is he talking about? I know people, people. I know people who've had the same car the entire time I've known them. I came up in a household where my uncle only leased cars, so he never had a car longer than like a year and a half, two years. Oh, my entire family is. Everyone around me is allergic to leasing. That's pretty much you paying for somebody else's discount. Hmm. He don't want to own nothing, and he lazy, and he also don't drive a lot. He just drive back and forth to where he be in the city. So it was easier for him. Plus, he also got money, money. He, uh, he's a lobbyist. I know. Yeah. I figured which one you were talking about. Yeah. His uncle, he has money, money. Well, there's only really so many of those. And then my other uncle, he would just buy cars and everything because he was a dope boy. And so I've, for me, keeping a car around for a long period of time was just not a family cultural thing. So, no, after five years, that's a normal occurrence to get rid of a car. And then I got something different. And then after that, it was three years. And then I got something different. I feel like that's not like back to back to back. Now, before then, yes, when Tony was buying five, six hundred dollar cars. <laughs> hey, what you want to have? And I mean, they was probably like a couple thousand dollars, but I was putting like eight hundred dollars down to get them from the buy here, pay here. And then they was breaking down in a couple of months and they wasn't getting no more money out of me because y'all got me fucked up. We just going to call this uh, call this square. Like, I drove it for a couple of months. Y'all got a little bit of money out of me. Um, all right. On to the next car. What y'all got? Mm. I, got some, I got some money, though. So let me buy something. Because <laughs> I'm not walking. <laughs> I need to get around. So, no, it was a terrible, it was a terrible cycle. No, it was, it was terrible. I should have just walked for a while, saved up a legitimate amount of money, and went to a reputable place and got a car that, you know, worked for a while. Mm. But we neither here nor there. Based on lemon laws, you could have gotten all your money back. There's but. no lemon laws out here, really. I, I looked. Uh. Yeah, I don't care about people. I mean, Ohio is pretty anti-consumer. Yeah, yeah, I look, y'all don't care. They was like, ah, you buy it, you buy it. I was like, oh, all right, well, that's... You're the person who bought it. Why'd you do that? <laughs> exactly. That's my thing. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, all right, because... No, literally one car I bought 
It was no, it was my very first car. I bought a Nissan Sentra, a Honda Sentra. I don't know who what company makes Sentra, but it was a Sentra. And I was literally driving down Elmwood to come home. And why does this bitch just start out of nowhere? Full of gas, just it just dies. For no reason. Just, just died. Does. Just died like two blocks from my house. I'm so mad. I get out. I try to push it. I burn my leg on the exhaust pipe because the exhaust pipe is hot. I it was just such a Hopefully terrible experience. I don't I don't know what happened. It just no longer worked ever should've again. Paid, you should have paid it with a credit card. Bruh, so I had that car for like a week and a half. What you talking about? <laughs> oh no, I would have paid that initial eight hundred dollars on credit card and then been like, "Yo, I want my money back." These people scared me. They can come have this thing. Yeah, no, that was that was, that was an interesting time. Yeah, that Tony used to buy pieces of shit. Was not about saving up a real amount of money. I was like, nah, I have no patience. Let me get something so I can drive around again. Got me a little something, something. I ain't about to be in the house or be asking people for a car. Can I have a ride, please? <laughs> Lord, that shit is so liberating now. Oh my but you God. know, I commend you for picking me up for that whole entire year. Shout out to Tony for real. <laughs> he really came and got me 30 minutes each way for the show. Whenever thanks you, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I definitely stopped doing it for other people. I was like, no, y'all, I'm not doing this for. I think he was talking I, about, who are you talking about? Uh, we know such exactly. and such, a smelly man. And he was like, how the fuck Ash know how to get home, but you niggas don't? <laughs> yeah, bro, like, it was to a point where, like, Ashley lives the farthest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can understand having to go get Ash. You niggas... <laughs> Once Ash got a car and was like on her shit. So the person that lives the farthest can make it here at home. She'd be Ubering. She'd be doing whatever she got to do to make sure she's here. Why I got to pick up you niggas all the time? I'm not picking y'all up. I'm not taking y'all home. That's not what we do. We're not doing that no more. Well, at that point in time, you had to do it for two people. Yeah. They didn't live near each other, did they? No. No. Well, as far as I can understand, one down I'm superior. Bring you some steak. What the fuck is that place? The, that's the thing. I don't want to be steak rolling. and beans. <laughs> steak and cheese. No, that's what he liked. The steak and beans. I think from that restaurant, the tapatillas, whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's called. that's my shit. Mm-hmm. But no, it's like, oh, I don't know. I've never had Tony's. Never. I don't think I've had to have you give me a ride in order to do this before. I mean, I if you need me to give you a ride, like, I don't mind doing it. Obviously, like, I want to get the show done, so I'm going to make sure it happens. Yeah, but it's just... But, like, it can't be, like, a forever thing. Well, unless, for like, I walk like into the situation knowing. If it's Charles, it's like, well, something really must have happened, because... Like, dude said he had a car, and then he didn't have a car, and then he would have a car, but then he wouldn't have gas, and so I'm like, but so I can use my gas, and you can't use your gas? I don't understand. There's lots of untenable situations. Um, the other person, I mean, Jones, he lived around the corner, so it wasn't really that big of a deal for me. But then doing one and not the other became, like, awkward because, like, y'all both got to get out of my house at the same time. So, you know what? How about no right for either one of you? <laughs> so, you can both leave. I mean, don't walk. Yeah, he didn't mind. So, that was cool. It's just like, oh, uh, I get it. Yeah, so that, that worked out. Um it's like, I'm not coming back and have my downstairs be, it's just like, it smells like you. And then, bro, it was just like, at a point, 
I was the last one to get home. Mm-hmm. At every time, and I was like, "But it's my house." That's not, <laughs> that's not really a tenable situation. It's just like, "But it's my house." I live here, and I'm the last one to get home at the end of the show. How that work? Like everybody's <laughs> home. We, we do it at my house. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not. I'm giving. I'm figuring some ways out, but that can't continuously be a thing. Like you at home chilling in the bed, and I still gotta get home. Just <laughs> immediately in the bed. It's yeah, just like, like I'm dropped you off, and now you go go upstairs and get in the bed. While you in the bed, you know what I'm doing? I'm driving home. I'm not even at the house to get in bed. You think I can't even think about what I'm. You get the random good night text when you like five minutes after five. Like good night. Oh, oh my god! Why are you sending me a good night text? Like, you a grown ass man? Around. I turn around and fight you because don't do that. Don't, no. don't play with me don't like that. Don't make it send you the good night text. Come outside. You a grown ass nigga. Don't ever fucking. <laughs> hey man, Fist. let me know how you made it home, bro. <laughs> Fisty fuck? cuffs. Good night, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's just funny. Fisty oh. cuffs. Also, you always have to have a gun compartment, Charles. No, you don't. All right, I'm going to tell you this story. Imagine being on FaceTime with your girl while being out of town. You know, say you're doing something at a developer convention. Yep. Right? And she's telling you that there's people in the house at 1 in the morning. So now you got to coach her on what to do while there's people breaking into her house while you on FaceTime with her. Depending upon what they're doing. Uh, I'm just going to lock the door there. I'm going to let them have the stuff. Ain't that serious? I'm going to let you know how home invasions generally work. They come in to check every room. Well, y'all can't take everything. If I kill you, I can. Uh, if you, at that point, why are you, why are you breaking into places with people there? Because I don't care that you're there. Because if I kill you, I can take what I want. Your life doesn't... You being there doesn't matter. I don't hear about that many home invasions that end in death. Pop Smoke was murdered by a home invasion. Um, was he in the studio? No, he was renting a house in L.A. because he was staying out there working. Um, he was in the shower, and niggas climbed over the gate and shot him while he was in the shower. He was naked. What did he have? They could have stole stuff and left if they if that's what they wanted to do. When you do a home invasion, you kill the people. That's what you do. If it's targeted or not? No, just generally. Matter. Oh, okay. Like, why are you just... Re- because if that, you die, you can't say who killed you. Well, no, what I'm saying is that doesn't you. seem random. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to I figure mean, out. No, I mean, <clears throat> they know that he's rich. They know that this nigga, Hitman Holla, the person who, in this situation, Hitman Holla's girlfriend, um, Cinnamon, was shot through the cheek and it went out the back of her head. Because they're trying, they're going to kill you. Um, Hitman, uh, Hitmaker, Youngberg, he was um, at his house with a chick. She tried to set him up and have people run into his house. It's just like a common occurrence. Um, there was another rapper, like I said, his mother was at his house while he was on tour. They broke in, um, and she had to got in a shootout with them. Um, little Dirk and his girlfriend were just recently in a shootout with people that broke into their house in Atlanta. No, they're trying to kill you and then take all your things. 
How long do these people know when you live? It's easy to find out where people live. Not necessarily if you're good at covering things up. I mean, you can't be so good at covering things up when you're a public figure. Mm. You can. And people are good at uncovering things. Like, there's only so much cover you can do for someone that's good at finding things. And for as dumb as y'all think the streets are, they're not that dumb. They might be like, they might be reckless, ignorant in like how to like conduct themselves in like traditional society. But when it comes to figuring out ways to like get information on what they need, oh, they're very good at that. The streets know before anybody else know all the time. Oh, uh, I mean, if you're trying to rob somebody, you're more you're better off just waiting for people going on vacation and then breaking into places. If you're worried about. About not if you're if you if you're prudent enough to not want to get caught to the point where you're gonna kill somebody. And in none of these situations did they none of them got caught. They left. They didn't get caught. These people need more security cameras. If I come in masked up and just kill all of y'all, and I just take whatever I want. But you gotta. I don't care if you're home. Well, no, it's more so how are you getting away? In the car that I came in. What do you mean? There's some way of getting through this. Let's (laughs) not actually deal with this. He's like, I don't want to deal with it. I'm just letting y'all know, like, since things have kind of opened up, crime has been on the rise. And I kind of assumed that was going to happen because people are poor. And y'all made people stay in the house for a year. And then jobs didn't come back. And then now it's about to get cold. So y'all should be safe is is realistically why I brought this up. Is because in the wintertime, it's around the holidays. It's when niggas start to rob it, like, really. Just in just, like, regular cities and things like that. You'll just hear about, like, an increase in robberies because... Niggas is gonna make sure that their families have a good Christmas. And that could be at the cost of you and your life. Mm. Well, I'm glad I have good security doors on my house. Oh yeah, no, it's cause it's craziness. Like mm-hmm. there was like three cars in my driveway last night. I don't know how, you know, because of the construction, they doing the dumb shit yep. and turning down the wrong street. Oh, no, it's very paranoia-inducing because it's a bunch yeah. of people rolling down the street. It was it's just like, all of them just, like, in the thing. So I came to the door with the shoddy. I was like, if this is what we doing, y'all not even going to get out the car before I start unloading. Because I don't know why y'all are here. And why are you in my driveway just sitting? It's like There's, like, a roll of cars and then just one truck just in my driveway sitting. I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. Like, did y'all just follow each other and none of y'all paid attention to the I mean, to the fact that this doesn't go anywhere? Y'all are all stupid then. I should put up those tire things that blow y'all tires when y'all go the wrong way on them. Because mm. this is going to blow your own tires. No, I'm just to put it at night. Oh. Because this is private property. What are you going to say? I'm going to blow my tires over there. Yeah, it says private property. And you came on private property. Do what we want over here. I just got to get everybody else's consent. Let them know what time I'm going to put them out. We be cool inside the house. Hey, I'm going to throw these out at 1 a.m. because of all the cars. I don't want them to come on our fucking street. Why do you keep coming down here? 
People with your dumb. bright ass lights waking niggas up. It's rude. Y'all don't cut your lights off. Y'all have no fucking like consideration for the people y'all like waking up. I want to shoot them. Those are the people I want to shoot. But I don't shoot them, Charles, because I know that's not the right thing to do. But I think about shooting them every single time. I'm going to be honest. It's like, I should just shoot all y'all cars up. I bet y'all wouldn't come down no more. No, they still would. That's that person. No, they, they, no, they would spread the room. And they, hey, that is not the street. I was going down the street and someone just started shooting at my car. <laughs> oh, I mean, they call the cops on you. And I would say they're trespassing, which they oh, are. When does the private property start? At the fucking start of the gravel. That's why oh. it's gravel and not paved street because that's all of ours. So as soon as you touch my gravel, you're on private property now, and I can shoot you because you're trespassing. So we have a sign that, hey, this is private property. Mm. Yeah. So I want all this. Still goes aggressive. (laughs) Unnecessarily. Got to calm down, Tony. I didn't shoot anybody, but. (laughs) Even getting to that point is a lot. Why do y'all keep doing this? Because they dumb. People Why do dumb. I got to deal with y'all dumbness? Like, because you, because you, because you exist in the world with other people. All right, well then, I'm going to make sure that y'all recognize that y'all exist in the world with other people as well. And sometimes other people do crazy shit. They do. They right. realize it. Hey, yeah, so that's I mean, the reason why they follow somebody else now. Hey, me shooting at your car is crazy too. Hey, we, you, they <laughs> we live in the world with people, lot. right? Hey, hey, we all, we all just gonna uh-huh. do some dumb shit. I'm always very, very prudent about one. You probably just shouldn't be shooting at random things just because you don't know who's going to shoot back. And who's going to shoot back with better stuff? I'm not going to stop shooting. When old old Jim Bob, for some reason, has I'm like... going to stop shooting. Jim Bob, yeah, why do you have you an AK-47? I mean, if he got a 30 clip, he got me beat by... 13 rounds with my hand. My hand can carry 17. And then I'm going to go get my rifle because we can play this game as well. And I'm, in a, and I'm in a structure, so I'm going to have structural coverage. This is I'm going to re- go upstairs and shoot down on you and then rain some, fire down. Then you next thing you know, you hit, see this old crazy white dude just breaking into your age and the, your next door neighbor's thing. It's just like, oh, you think you got the high ground? Once you're in there, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> hey, we got a crazy... I'm pretty sure someone's now. already called the cops at this point. Yeah, he's going to jail and I'm the neighborhood hero for defending our fucking area against this fucking lunatic with guns in his car that's breaking into people's houses what on private property. What is this even? <laughs> what conversation are we I'm having about? <laughs> what? It is the <laughs> overall t- thing. It happens a lot with it. If you... Hey, he kept giving me scenarios and I just got answers. It's like, but, I have the structural advantage. Well, now you're going to break it into, now you're gonna break it into somebody's you house. You know what? I hope Haitians kidnap you. Oh. Whoa. Like the Haitians gonna... kidnap these... Uh, 17 American, well, 16 American why missionaries. Were they, why were they? Oh, they're missionaries. One Canadian. Mm-hmm. So they were over there trying to bring them Jesus? Um, <laughs> yeah, they were going to visit an orphanage, and on their way back to the missionary, they all got kidnapped. Mm. So that means they were going to an orphanage, and then they just kidnapped them. Missionaries ain't got no goddamn money. What are you kidnapping missionaries? They kidnap rich, rich and poor people here. They okay. If you're a local street vendor, and you, they'll kidnap you. And if you ain't got no money, they're like, all right, well, let's go to your house. And then once they go to your house, now you got to sell all your stuff, like your refrigerator, whatever you got. You go about to sell it and give us some money. 
Haiti? Um, Haitians? Yeah. Yo, them hell. So, um, I never wanted to go to Haiti, but this still let us file. Why I don't want to go to fucking Haiti. Um, are in control of pretty much all of the capital now. Um, things kind of devolve. You remember that assassination that we talked about a couple mm-hmm. of, uh, like a month ago, a couple of yeah. weeks ago? Um, ever since then, the different like political leaders that had any bit of power have been like infighting. And trying to like because they want control of the government. Yes, and trying to gain control, and so that's turned into faction, and everybody blaming everybody for having all the problems. The president assassinated. Um, and while they're doing that, Haitian gangs have basically taken over all of the um capital and surrounding areas, and so they just um kidnap the rich or the poor, like um. But this is even this is a, kind of a big deal because it's like y'all kidnapped seventeen people. That's a large number. You like no, they do well, like no, one or two. The they just got a whole group. That's a large enough number in American terms to actually is to actually have the American military take action, and that's kind of something that probably the Haitian gangs don't want. I mean, the hey. People in Haiti do. So violence is surging across the capital. Um, Port Au-Prince, um, which is controlled God, by damn. gangs, by some estimate, gangs now control roughly half of the city. On Monday, gangs shot at a school bus in Port Au-Prince, injuring at least five people, including students, while other public buses were hijacked by the gangs. Oh, they also kidnapped a kid, and then the students um, raised uh, money to pay the ransom for the kid. What is happening? This is the reason why you just can't be assassinating presidents. Yep. So it's just that's like everyone thinks <laughs> presidential assassinations is a solution for a oh, thing. Niggas need to sip and a now everything's falling apart. Yep. It was just like I thought it was gonna be a smooth transition after we killed this they dude. They didn't give a fuck. They said, "Nope, get off the bus. We need some cash." Since the gangs have become only more so assertive, they operate at will. Kidnapping children on the way to school and pastors in the middle of delivering their services. Yeah. So national <laughs> political turmoil intensified further after uh, Mr. Moyes was assassinated. So that's the president, the Mosey, um, when he was in the, Oh, so it was July. So, yeah. And his killing still remains unsolved. It's not going to be solved as of this point. And then also the kidnapping of American missionaries happened only a day after the United National um, Nations Security Council extended its mission in Haiti by nine months in a unanimous vote on Friday. Many Haitians have been calling for the United States to send troops, but Biden's kind of reluctant to commit to that. Yeah, because we are at nauseum against, like, we don't want to be in people's business all like that. (laughs) That's a lie. There ain't nothing down there for us. <laughs> if it was some well, no, it nauseum. Like, see, look as at the end earlier this year, a classroom of students got together to raise money to pay the ransom for a fellow student. I don't know why they're kidnapping people with no money. It makes no, they no sense. Money. Hey, they getting the money. They though. getting that money. Jesus. Hey, yeah, so. we have nothing, and y'all got a little bit of nothing too. So y'all put all y'all nothing together and give it to us, and then we'll have a little bit of something. And y'all keep doing that. And then at some point they're at some point this is gonna all fall apart and this the entire fucking keg is gonna fucking explode, but whatever. Yeah, so that's life is sad. Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh 
And them Haitians ain't never been face, able to get it right, have they? Yeah, no, the world is crazy. And I don't know what's going to go on with Haiti. Um, We're not sending troops over there. We just... Little, I we mean, just deported all these people that were fleeing from this violence and this uh, danger, and we're trying to send them back to Haiti. Mm. Not trying to. We were packing. We're packing them on planes and sending them back. There's we no are trying. sending them back to <laughs> Haiti. Like, I guess no I should. Cur- about it. Yeah, we are doing that. So yeah, no. Um, it's a very, very like strenuous situation that a lot of people aren't talking about, well, especially unless there's like. This missionary, because like I said, like if you don't follow it or haven't really spoken about it, like we have, unless you like saw the big headline in July or saw this one about the missionaries, you don't really know that. Oh, this place is in kind of like a really bad way, and has been so. And there's a lot of like other people where we talked about the security, national security um, guy for Biden's cabinet stepping down because of like the Americans' handling of Haiti. Well, particularly the handling <clears throat> of the people at the border. Yeah. He believed that that we should have let everybody in, but honestly, I don't know per se what we should have done. My the sentimentality in me says we probably should have let him in, but we don't have all of our own shit together in terms of like this virus yet. So I we can't really as of right now, we're pretty sealed off. So letting people in from extraneous places that we that could introduce other problems probably just as an intelligent. Maybe we put them inside holding centers, but that's not any more humane than anything else. I mean, maybe if you figure out a large swath, cause like in the South, there's just like large areas that just like have nothing really, but just like land, give them like enough land to like move around, put some stuff there and like a quarantine period before you can go to like, processing just ensure that it'd be slow so some of y'all gotta just sit at the border and wait and that might take days or months but it's better than being a 80 yes much safer than us sending them back to haiti where at this point like but i'm also like as i get what you're saying where it's like we have a lot of our like own american problems where it's like we can't always continue to keep putting resources into other places because it's like well we kind of got to like we got poor people fix our own shit pay for our own homeless and poor and disenfranchised we could probably stop some sex trafficking that's happening here like it looks like roses and shit like but it's a lot of like shit up under those rose bushes that we could you know probably clean out but i mean there's nothing really perfect about any of this yeah no so it's just a it's a crappy situation and honestly the best situation was when you had a good leader don't assassinate him to begin with i don't know who assassinated him that is just like yeah it seemed like they were kind of getting on the right track when they had the president and then after that everything just kind of really started to spiral and so i'm like well i mean honestly if someone wants to come in pretty clutch france it's about that time you took all that money from them time to start you can start giving it back and maybe that'll start start (laughs) fixing some of these issues like france you're the reason why they like this on the topic of money actually the irs um (laughs) that's real weird i don't understand why france is being asked to to fix any of this it's just like america do something Uh, Uh, you know we got slaves from a lot of places this one's not on us. It's on y'all croissant loving bastards. Very fair, very fair. Take a fold out of your croissants and 
do do some of the butter. Yeah, throw some croissants back. over there. <laughs> croissants. But I know you guys have been hearing about the IRS checking our accounts or people's accounts for six hundred dollar transactions and things like that. Yep. Um. So it's not necessarily them actually looking at individual accounts and saying, "Oh, Charles made." A 600 transaction this time on the 5th of April, on the 5th of May, the 5th of November, and things like that. It's more than taking a totality of your um, incoming deposits into your account and your outgoing deposits of your account at the end of the year, the two total numbers, and comparing them against each other. And okay. that's to basically watch for people trying to... Um, not pay taxes. That makes Mm-mm. sense. Yeah, so they're targeting more of like, I guess, the wealthy because, I mean, poor people for the most part pay their taxes, which is yeah. wild. Like, the poor people be paying taxes. The rich, though. They're like, huh. They're to be dodging. So, yeah, this is technically supposed to be following them and not as invasive as no, people would make you believe, mm-hmm. but it's still not uh, fully, like, a thing yet it's just still being negotiated um how about we don't it's already too i mean they just proposed it but this is the type of stuff that starts off small and oh no wait this looks like this and the next thing you know no we doing it for everybody well i mean technically they already get access to our accounts Mm -hmm. this would just give them two more numbers so they already have information they just don't have it all if you use a bank that is that is insured by the fdic they have your account information which I understand, but now you just give them more power, and then they're gonna get power hungry and even ask for more. No, no, thanks, I'm good. All the other stuff that I'm doing, all right, I signed up for it. But y'all want some more? <laughs> it's just showing you how greedy they is. It's never good enough, never ever. Why is this okay? That's all right. Mm-hmm. I'm not really that worried about it. I pay all my taxes. So. It don't matter. What don't you understand about having these niggas deep in your business? They're already uh, too deep in there now. And now you're just I'm like, yeah, sm- go ahead. I'm smart enough as it is to the point where if I don't want It don't matter to- if you're not smart enough or anything like that. Like, and PayPal is, it has nothing to do with the FDIC cash app. I don't think it's FDIC. Well, cash app is actually going to start issuing out 1099s. Mm-hmm. Um if you send over six hundred dollars yearly mm. to a person, oh, well, that's yeah. They're getting too deep with all this. Over I need PayPal. more. <laughs> so yeah, Bitch, that's... what? And then they gonna fall in line because they gonna find some incentive to fall in line with that, just like Cash App did. But it's okay as long as you're smart enough. These niggas, you can just peep in where they can. All right, sure. Oh, they already can. But are you going to give them more access? You're going to let them be like, this is okay. No, here. Look real, at it real. all. I mean, they honestly already have all the access. They're just saying it's pretty much okay to use all these things inside of court. They got the access. They, they are already allowed to monitor wire transfers, and anything that runs through your routing number, your checking account number, is considered a wire transfer. And that's still too much, which we've all concluded that we're okay with, sure. But what else are we going to be okay with? Everything just seemed like, mm, I'm sure we guess. <laughs> the fuck? When are we guys going to be like, hey, how about we don't do this? How about you just stop right here? Because this is going to get worse. You know what we can do to make sure that doesn't happen? 
vote for representatives that actually that share our opinions. Go ahead. You keep voting. Go ahead. Uh-huh. All the voting you do, all the voting in the world. <laughs> it's one of those things vote where if you don't interact with the system, complaining about it is vote it not up, necessarily man. the best thing. Vote it up. <laughs> it's go, like, go right ahead, Charles. You believe in this system, and I believe in you. Well, it's not that I necessarily believe in the system. It's the system that I got. I believe in you, man. I don't and know what else to say. You're right. I shouldn't be complaining so about it's how going much to they complete, got. It is go, it's going to take a complete and total collapse of the American government in order for us to get a new system. Mm-hmm. So unless we're ready to collapse the American government as it stands, this is what we got. Mm-hmm. So. That's a fair point. <laughs> Unless you're going to go full tilt change, there's not a whole lot we can do to to like stop anything. So I so, guess Charles is like, why be upset unless we're going like revolt? Either we're going to do something about it or we're going to sit still and take it. For the most part, we're inside to sit still and take it. Ash don't seem like she want to sit still and take it. Then her do whole something hair about it. The whole side of I'm her head. I'm not voting. I don't understand how I'm not you saying think vote. that does. I'm not saying vote. I said do something about it. No, because they want you to make less than $12,000 a year to not be taxed. That's untaxable. I am bougie. I like really expensive things. I'm not also, doing that. Also, that's a lie. I am not doing that. I don't know what the fuck the number is for you to not be taxed. Uh, well, no, it's I like I am not doing it. Y'all didn't put this shit in my face for how many fucking years and then generations and then be like, oh yeah, you can totally fight against this. I'm not doing it. I am programmed. I like it. I'm going to pay taxes, like you said, and shut the fuck up. But what y'all trying to do now is get more into my pockets. I don't understand. Oh, they're just trying to make this? sure everybody's paying their taxes. Now, I, what the natural next step to this is, I mean, it's just monitoring smaller transactions down, down to that point. But honestly, when you get it, like, when you're monitoring lower, like, you're going to get a flood of data. Because you're pretty much changing the threshold that's actually useful. So we're, what's the current amount that you're monitoring? I think it's a grand. So if you transfer $1,000 into your bank account, they monitor it. Uh, so lowering this to $600 that means there's more applicable numbers above 600 above where they're going to monitor you lowering that to 300 mm, that starts to get real iffy like hell even $250 that's a feasible amount enough to get as a gift you don't tax gifts like it's when you start messing around with thresholds it gets real iffy it's like also it's one of those things like imagine you that would be hilarious if someone 1099 their sugar got <laughs> 1099 from their sugar daddy. It's just like, here you go, you gotta pay taxes on that. You're a whole employee. Nigga. No, it's going to. You're going to have to pay that. That's hilarious. You got that cash. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How do you feel about 1099 your significant other? Oh, 1099 like, your significant Yeah, like if you give them a stipend of money. And then you just be like, well, you were my employee. Just on the tax forms and things like that. Oh, I already paid taxes on it. But I guess that would lower your threshold for your taxes. Yeah. And then getting them to pay taxes on that. You better tell them to save like 15% of that money that you're giving them. (laughs) 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 It's just like. Or they do 
something where they say they're putting it into a business or something like that. Teach them how to do tax things too. Oh, uh, that's I like. I'm gonna go ta- talk to my tax guys because I'm gonna see if I can get some of the money that I put into this taken out of my overall tax. But I don't know. How, I don't know the logistics of how that would actually work. Because I think there's a limit on how long you can do that before they just come back and say, bro, you're not really doing anything. But. Oh. No, I'm willing to play this game because I want a certain lifestyle. So I'm going to play this game for a while. Like I said, I'm not going to complain about it too, too much. But also, this don't look good. But okay. (laughs) Would you let your man 1099 you? If he was giving you like. Interaction. No. Twenty thousand no. dollars a year. No. No. Why not? No. Oh, let Nine is a very, very gave. loquacious. You gave this to me. Thank you. We have nothing it's else to talk about. It's a very loquacious thing. It's just like no, if no, he just sir. sends you a ten ninety nine. If you just send me a ten ninety nine, we didn't <laughs> just have, like, I didn't know. I'm taking this one to court. I didn't know I was an employee. What the fuck is this? No, I ain't know we ain't signed no documents. I think you gotta. No, you ain't gotta sign a W nine for that. Uh, what what documents is this? What documentation here? Now what did I sign just to agree? Much says as a business, as an entity, you send money out to this person in such and such amount. Which I which I totally get because you usually sign papers or whatever for them. There, never mind. No, no. What paper did I sign? There was no no. Actually, we, you don't have to sign papers in order to get ten out of nine. I signed absolutely. You did nothing. not let me know. That this was under any obligation for you to send me this ten ninety nine. And this was a tra- this was a business transaction. Not at all. What business was we this, doing? You got that. Nope. I got your time. Sir. You got money. Sir. No, you can take this and shove it. Shove it. Shove it. When the American government comes knocking on your door. Shove it. Your sugar dad your sugar daddy told us to come here. Shove Give it. us our tax dollars. Well, we're going to seize your car. Yes, Charles, we know. You have an answer for everything, but also shove it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, you can take this and shove it with a sub don't sign. We are going to take your car. That's crazy. I think Charles need to look at your next topic right here. (laughs) (laughs) The beauty in giving up. Yeah. Uh, Clearly. hypothetical things. I think so. I think he needs. I will die on this straw hill. My straw hill. Just a little bit. Die on it. Just a little bit, Chucky. I don't know. This quote essentially summarizes you don't have to file good money, good money, or bad money after or good money after bad, I think is always the say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't. Oh. Man, that is such an epiphany for some people. Cause they be out here. Because I got a friend who's going through some schooling and they keep wanting to complete this schooling. And I'm like, you really don't want to be doing this. So why are you still doing it? Maybe they want to be doing it. (laughs) With the level of effort one puts in, it seems like you don't. Like. Have you ever looked at someone who said they want to do something, but when they're sitting there and they're trying to put in the effort and they're not really putting in the effort, they're not taking the time, they're not even like, they're not really trying. And it's just like, then you tell like, what am I supposed to do? You don't really want to be doing this. And you lie to yourself. No, I do. I do. No, you don't. (laughs) 
But okay, if you want to argue with me about it, I'm not going to argue. But it I mean, also, don't I get match. nothing after. Well, I get nothing out of this after the out of the satisfaction of you stop wasting your time because time and money are too like you doubling down because that's the weird thing about any kind of class. You are spending your time and your money. So the worth of the time that you actually spend in the class is is worth money. Mm-hmm. And then you are also paying to have access to this class, which oftentimes for most people, it equates to more of your time. So you are you are taking the money that you spent time to get to pay for this class and you are spending more of your time in this class to then. So that means you're pretty you're, like every single day that you're coming here, you're quintessentially wasting more money. I think people just afraid. They just scared. I don't know what to do without this. I follow this girl that do her vloggy vlogs and she want to go to grad school, but she had went to business school, but she's starting to get bored and restless and shit. So she's like, might as well go back to school. And I'm like, (laughs) fuck. (laughs) I get it. Some people just like to study, but in those cases, sometimes you really do wonder like. College is pretty fun. For who? What do y'all get? I can never, I will never understand that. Y'all gonna tell me that y'all really enjoy studying in those environments, which I could totally get, but I... It's not even necessarily always, well, depending upon your field of study and how much you enjoy your field of study, yes, you can enjoy just that. Grad school is pretty much your last two years of school, except for on, like, even more hyper-focused, which, depending upon who you are, you really enjoy that. But it's also, like, college has a very unique air to it i think y'all just like having goals to accomplish which y'all could apply that with any other thing but just a lot of people don't set their own goals having a book and then getting the grade i think y'all just like that like having like really going hard and then getting that satisfaction of having like an a or some shit or being like ah i think y'all even addicted to the other part too it's like ah fucked up and now i gotta redo it again I'm like, Ugh. you got to do that for how long? And I got to pay you to get that satisfaction. Oh, my God. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'd rather be poor somewhere studying what I want to study. You would study. rather not be poor. I'd you rather definitely have. just said you were bougie. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't get that. I don't understand that You out here that talking way. in circles. Hey, I don't know. I just know that route, whatever's over there in college, in school, that's not for me. Why not? Hmm? They Why cannot it not be for you? a single part. They cannot be for you. That's not outlandish. It's just like I don't know. There's like maybe Tony be able to describe it, but it's like the air around a college just feels completely and totally different from like regular life air. Like it's always vibrant. It's always unless it's final week, and then people get super depressed because they procrastinate. Like you're around, you're socializing, you're meeting people. You're around a bunch of other like-minded people. I guess. Like, rarely do you get an environment where pretty much everything is set up for you to succeed and it's focused purely on you and your peers and all of your peer, all of you and the people who are around you are focused on the same exact thing. Yeah, no, I don't. None of that is thrilling to me. Thanks, though, but also no. <laughs> that's that's the, probably the reason why you didn't really fuck with college all like that yeah no i don't what is that's i mean it takes college like i understand the camaraderie that you're talking about 
because I get excited if somebody is on the same, like studying the same spiritual things as me. And then the day we go home, <laughs> we go home. I don't have to see you. I don't have to study for this. I don't have to get it right and get it wrong. All I can say is I did, if I did get something wrong, I just say it. And then we go about our lives. There's nothing else invested in there for real, for real. It's more so like us sharing our ideas, us sharing our experiences and then going about our fucking life. I don't want to do this every day. It's not an everyday thing for me. <laughs> That's just weird. And I'm, math, I don't want to fucking do that shit forever. Or even if you ain't got to do math. Nah, it's just never been. I don't get it. It sounds cool in theory, but really when you think about it, you're like, ugh. What? School taught me a lot of things, how to set deadlines for myself, how, how to meter things out, how to plan, execute. A lot of actual useful skills, but that's mm-hmm. going to vary from person to person. So derive further from what you will. But back to the actual topic at hand, which is this person not really, really shouldn't be taking these classes and just stopping. Mm-hmm. Or I think they should. It's just like, you should stop and actually do something that you want to do. No, some people don't want to admit that. It's really hard to get to that point when you admit what the fuck you really want. But you're following good money after bad. Mm-hmm. And you're going to pay more money so that means you can take another shot at it. And it's just like, nah, doc. You're probably just better off not. Just not. This ain't your thing. <laughs> like, not everything. You're not going to. Be, one, most people are good at everything. So when you find something that you're not good at or you're not focused on, you're not enthused about and you're paying for it, and you're paying for the privilege of doing said things, probably just shouldn't do it. He don't see it that way. He don't do it because it made him feel good. It's giving him some sort of satisfaction. He don't see it that way. And you can't make him, la, 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 I can't hear you. That's basically what he doing. I'm fine with that. But once you get the advice, and if you come back to me again, and you say, I don't understand why I'm not being successful, I already told you why you're not being successful. You don't want to do this. What's Tony's solution for when people keep doing something and you be like, no, I don't do it. And you got to tell them twice. You just stop talking to them about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I guess for me, the beauty in giving up um, has to be found by an individual person. Like they have to understand it in themselves. Like you can't teach anybody the beauty in giving up. Like people be like, oh, that's why I quit so many things. They'd be like, are you just giving up on stuff? Yes. Cause I recognize that it, doesn't speak to me it's not where i want to be it it does nothing it's it's no this is this isn't this ain't it dog me forcing my hand through this wood chipper gains me nothing i just lose a hand yeah and i like my hands exactly i figured i was a wood chipper there's nothing really to be gained in this so i'm good why is that not okay and everybody be looking at you like mm, you're just you're just giving you give you give up too easily, like everything in life isn't easy, and you're right. Not everything in life is easy, but definitely some things are easier than other things for other for some people. Like, you know, I have people who are CS majors and they all quit and they went over to do other stuff because it's just like for me when I was looking at it, it's just like all this stuff makes sense. I don't understand. I don't understand why y'all are having difficulties. And then they looking at me like, I don't understand this. 
and it's just like I just didn't understand what they didn't understand. Like that's a function. What is there to understand? It passes in things by value or by reference. Or or sometimes people invest halfway into things. Or not even halfway. Like I know a lot of people don't like to give up when they feel like they've spent money on something. That's mm, see, that's the entire case for that's the entire case. Yeah, uh, that's a lost me. loss. It's just like I spent eighteen hundred dollars on this. I'm gonna finish this. But 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 sir, how many how many hours are you spending on doing this? I'm spending five hours a day. You could probably make that money back fairly quickly if you just went and did something else with that. Even if you can't make the money back quickly, who cares that you spent money on this? That don't matter. Like it don't align with your goals. So you just gonna follow down this path that's gonna lead to more mistakes than a lot realigning yourself with your true goals. Like you gotta fail quickly. And that's the beauty in giving up. Failure isn't anything that you should be afraid of. Like it teaches you a lesson. You fail, you grow in failure. Like you're gonna grow into like art. Damn, that was not aligned with the failure isn't bad. The ideas that I had, the thought that I wanted to do. I need to do something completely different. I was originally gonna say failure isn't a failure. That was like, nah, that's not the most eloquent way. Failure is not bad. Yeah, failure it is not, isn't bad. It's not inherently an issue. It's an issue because we made it an issue because it's like, oh, you failed at doing this. Yeah, no one taught us how to fail. It we don't just, know how to not take failures personally. I, I I have a pet peeve. Like, I'll say that I failed all the time. And mm-hmm. then people will be like, oh, you didn't fail because you didn't give up. I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to be, like, <laughs> optimistic about it because, okay. like, I'm optimistic and, like, I'm moving forward I and everything. came to but, realization that I don't think no one really actually knows what they're doing. Like this come from like, I feel like everybody just repeats like that right there. Like, Those useless fucking platitudes. The, fail, the failure wasn't because you didn't get, I feel like that's everybody's answer to all your problems. Like if you just tell somebody they come up with that dumb shit, well, you got to wait this time. And then you hear it over and over again. You be like, this is not, Good advice. <laughs> well, not even that. Not even that's not good advice. Like, it's like for, I guess, like how Charles would say, like, people look at failure as inherently negative. Mm-hmm. And so then they try and, like, soften the blow of your failure. And for me, it's like, I don't need you to do that for me because for me, failure isn't inherently negative. It's just a fact. I set out to do this. I didn't accomplish it. That means I failed at it. Simple. Mm-hmm. And I move on. I look at how I felt, why I felt, what was the failure in it, what are things that I could do differently, and then I do so accordingly, but it doesn't mean that I don't recognize that there is a failure. Oh, I'm sorry. I just had a certain degree of an epiphany. It's just like, you know the fundamental reason why people don't learn? These motherfuckers don't acknowledge the fact that they failed to actually take a look at it to figure out why they failed. Like, not acknowledging failure means you also aren't going to critically analyze that failure and figure out what the hell went wrong. Yeah, no. You don't want to do that. Uh-huh. I, no, I just didn't realize that that's a fundamental difference between me and a lot of people. It's just like, oh, uh, I fucked up. Okay. And now, why did I mess up? Okay. Don't do that again. All right. It's pretty simple at nauseum. And it's like, why can't people follow those very simple steps? I mean... And it's just like, did you fuck up? I guess no, it's not, not as really. simple as you make it sound. It's not because some failures 
hurt more than others. So I'm not going to say I'm a master at giving up or failing. I can't say that. Not really for real. You don't like to fail, Charles. I don't like to fail. You're not even, I would say that you're uncomfortable with failure at times. Yes. But I also acknowledge the fact that I fucked up. But I think that you got to speak to the uncomfortability and that's where people get stuck at. Right. They don't want to yeah, feel that. It's not just robotic. Like you, there's things that you deal with and you just kind of like gloss over them. Like, I just feel like, uh, I mean, like, I just get, the feel, <laughs> feelings don't enter into algebraic yeah, no. equations. But, but it's not algebraic. X plus Y equals Z. I mean, yeah. But I just like to, I just don't think failing is negative. Like, but I definitely recognize that, hey, I failed. I didn't do this correctly. I made a mistake here. I was, and shit, that can be frustrating. Like, yeah, no, it's definitely frustrating at times. Like, damn, I failed. I learned something, but shit, I. Do you still feel like I would have been better if it went the other way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got it's always so nice many, if I was succeeded. You have so many expectations and you believe in this for a very long time or for a very short period of time. And then when your expectations is like, mm, no. And when they're. Then now you got to deal with that. Hmm. Okay. And then that's what really the blow really is. Your expectations have not been met and you realize, oh, shit. Damn, this is over with. Now what the fuck am I going to do? Like the thing I was telling y'all about that I want to accomplish, like if that don't happen, that's a failure. Mm-hmm. Regardless of why it don't happen, there's either success or failure. And I'm just going to acknowledge that, hey, I failed at that or I succeeded at that, but it's not going to like, be inherently like a negative thing to me it's just more of like it, it is happen. it happened that is the reality it is an immutable fact as of this point. yeah you can't like, you can't deny that there's failures and i think that's a, the beauty in giving up like hey i failed at that and i'm not going to continue to to go this way because that's going to lead me. you with the same fucking result you're going to keep failing at this one thing when you could fail somewhere else at a different thing, or you could or succeed somewhere, somewhere else. Yeah, there's <laughs> so much other opportunity, or you could just stay here. This this failure, but it, that don't make no sense, really. Like you're like, no, I'm right. gonna make this decision work. Or, so you're married to a bad decision, so your emotions are now in play. Like you feel like, no, I decided I'm this, so this has to work. That's like people who like get something to eat and then they don't like how it tastes but like no but I gotta eat it so you're married to bad decisions so things that you don't like things that you disagree with because you decided on it in the beginning even with new information now you're like no but I gotta go through it yeah okay I used to get so bad at Riley for doing that shit cause she'll be so dead set I don't want this and I'm like no this is nasty (laughs) and then thrown away I always get so pissed like (laughs) so you want her to be married to bad decisions yes I wanted her to eat on and then after a while I'm like cause you know I'm tired of well I just spend that money on there and then now I'm just like just throw it away Riley I'm not about to fight you on this one I'm not gonna eat this I like how she's like you know I'm not marrying a bad decision no it's a lot easier to marry not marry a bad decision when you you pretty much force someone else to the decision just like mommy buy me this Bruh, she'd you be know, so like convinced you. right she'd be so convinced and then getting like oh, that was fucking gross <laughs> I don't want these chicken nuggies yeah she's uh, like I'm not eating this uh, bye uh, I'm like what the fuck else she gonna mommy, be mommy get mm. this McDonald's oh. ice cream cone and it tastes Ew. funny yeah it tastes funny <laughs> like, yeah. I don't like this yeah, I don't want this and then she handed to me like you can go throw this shit away you can throw it away or you can eat it <laughs> or you can eat it cause <laughs> you want it to be eaten so it's that now is it's frustrating. Now it's in your hand. Now it's in your hand. Eat these weird McDonald's chicken nuggets that you're not cooking. You're totally sure what it is. Eat it or don't. 
If you eat it, that's then literally the, her thing. Because I don't if you want eat this, it, the money's not wasted. <laughs> eat it. And now you can't complain about the I money being like, wasted. No, you the adult. Oh my god, <laughs> it's thing. nasty. If you want to eat the nasty thing and not waste your money, do so. Here you go. I've handed it to you. <laughs> I've handed you responsibility. How I've relinquished myself. Yeah, no, I'm definitely Riley's advocate. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, like, y'all, are each other's spirit, y'all are only children's spirit animals. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm with them. Like, no, I don't. I, I understand. I don't want this. And you're the adult and parent, so take care of it. Fuck that. Mm. I want for you to take care of everything else. You don't want it, throw it away. Cause you know if it's garbage, I don't fucking want yeah. it. Yeah. No, it's, it's garbage it to you now. No. I don't want no. the spoiled ice cream. No, no, no. It's garbage to you This is garbage to me. You would say, I still gotta eat this, and you'd be mad. So now I got it. I got something for you here. I found another solution. Yeah, I'm gonna give it back. I know. I program it now. Just throw it a fucking way. Oh, you don't cool, like it? Cool, because I don't want it. And I would away. love to do that in the beginning when I say, "Hey, I don't Yo, want we this." We can always we go and now. Like, I tell her, "No, nah, you got to deal with it." So I was like, "Hmm, Yo, I'm dealing it. with it now. I'm giving it to you." Here, here you go, mom. Now I just realize. this is yours. Oh my god! You oh. engaged. She was giving up. Yeah, she I don't want a fruit. I ate that fruit though. It was delicious. She was just full. She, was, she, said, she just gave it to me. She said, I'm full. I'm gifting it with this mother. Here you go, She's mom. Like, I'm vegan now. Then she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> She's was like, I'm vegan. No, nah, never mind. <laughs> so she was vegan for like. I'm like, she was vegan for five minutes till so she got full. And then it was like, well, oh. well no. you're still vegan when you're full. No, nah, she gave it up. Like, nope. I bet yeah. she gave a veganism because she got full. She <laughs> said, I'm full, so I guess I don't got to be vegan no more. And this, the next thing you, Hey, that's a beautiful way the world works. Five minutes later, if she had a whole plate of fruit, hey, she'd be like, nah, I would be yeah. vegan like that. I would be just like her. I would be vegan for like 30 minutes and eat something, get full, and be like, well, this I guess I'm done, done being a vegan. <laughs> so like, what do you mean? For. I have my vegan meal. And now I'm full. What'd you eat? I ate the salad ranch on it. Yeah. That's not vegan at well, all. Well, no, no ranch. That's terrible. Ranch is disgusting. He's like, what you want for so lunch today, cheese. Riley? What yeah, you I don't want eat for lunch? Um, vegan chicken wings. She was like, um, a burger and my mother's love. How do y'all feel about fear? I was going to, like, my other topic was going to be, like, on t- on fear of, like, obtaining the things that you want, like, taking the necessary steps, knowing that you're going to execute the way that you, like, want to in your head, like, all those fears, not necessarily the fear of success, because sure, you can have that, but I think we've touched on that, but more like the fear that you're enough or mm-hmm. that you're not enough. Oh, to do the, the anxiety plays with my head all the time. So, yeah, that's more a thing that I understand about like not belief that you are going to be able to fundamentally execute on the things that you know for all intents and purposes you should be able to do. Yeah. Like the anxiety before I do a spitting back kick is like, I can do this. Why am I anxious about this? I've done this like 350 times now. But I feel like you've really done it that many times because that was a wildly specific number. Oh, like you could have done it like more a, than a few time. hundred I've done times. So many goddamn spinning heel kicks. We just always acknowledge that Charles is the one to count. Yeah, like he's <laughs> like, like the, is counting. Like, well, I've done, Once he starts making up that decision in his mind to count how many times, oh. he gonna see that shit to the end. Oh, iterations <laughs> are important. <laughs> see? We see that. We already know. This motherfucker uh, about to count every my time. My entire you didn't job this. is looping over things a lot of the times. <laughs> yeah, we know numbers is your shit. Short this array, loop over this array. 
It happens all the time. No numbers is your shit. You ready to count something, ain't Love you? numbers. Yep, be ready mm. to count. <laughs> you get, like, Tony started giving me hard numbers for goals. That's way easier for me as, as opposed to, like, I want more. That's no, no, that's never an acceptable thing because you can always want more. I need a hard number to hit. And then when we hit that one, we set another hard number. Yeah, I'm great with hard numbers. Love hard numbers. Yeah, so. No floating. Definitely was going to talk about fear, but I think that we could say that for next episode. What? <laughs> I mean, I know you got something. What I we, do have something. You had questions. I have well, questions. Well, not questions. It's more so quotes from a book. So I okay. guess it's break question. time. Yeah. Oh. Well, we'll see space you guys. Bar. Hit that space bar. Watch them fuck it up. Watch them fuck it up. Be on the lookout for part two. Okay.